Welcome back, my friends, to another episode of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. I'm Nate Moore. I want to tell you about a project I worked on for a surgical group in the Midwest. And the way they run the practice, their, their standard operating procedure, if you will, is that we don't want to deal with any kind of incident to haircut kind of thing. If an advanced practitioner sees the patient, we don't want to take any kind of 15% or whatever reduction in revenue. We want to make sure that the surgeon is involved and you um, signs off on the chart, reviews everything, and we don't take the haircut. That's the goal. Don't take the haircut, right? And so what we did is we tried to figure out, okay, how can we determine when we're not following procedure, when we're missing out on the opportunity to collect 100% of that E&M charge, whatever that E&M charge is? And so we did a couple of things. The first thing we had to figure out was when did we get the haircut? And then, you know, with uh, the charge data, you can figure out, okay, show me all the charges with an E&M code. The, we have a list of advanced practitioners, track those. And, okay, we know when it happened. Now, the next question is, how do we know which surgeon had the opportunity to potentially review this, sign off on or whatever? Whose patient was this, if you will? And so what we did is we did some logic, and again, SQL Server is our friend here and did the, did the number crunching for us. We said, find those appointments where the advanced practitioner ended up billing the charge and find me which surgeon saw that patient within a day or two or three of that encounter with the advanced practitioner. And so what we said was kind of the absolute value, whoever's closest to that. So whether it's one day before, one day after, two days before, two days after this advanced practitioner building an M code, let's go out and let's go find the surgeon or surgeons who were within that range, right? And so what we did, we said, let's go find the surgeon who was closest to. And if there was one that was, saw the patient two days before and the other saw the patient two days after, we, we listed both surgeons as a potential someone to sign off on this on this visit, right? Someone to keep us from taking the haircut and the reduced rate on the ENM code. So we know the list of charges. We know which surgeon or surgeons had the opportunity to supervise this. And now the next question is, okay, where are we losing money? Where 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 did we take the haircut? What do we need to work on it? So we looked at this several different ways and there's some graphics that come with the podcast here. But uh, you know, you're just shocked, shocked to hear that I did pivot tables with this. But the first thing is, all right, show me the physicians who had the opportunity but didn't sign off on their patient and sort that by month and by CPT code and by some of those kind of things. So where did we take the haircut and which surgeons had the opportunity? Are there specific surgeons that are not following procedure and you know, following up on whatever the CNM code is, whether it's hospital rounding or whatever it is, tracking down and making sure that these charts get reviewed and signed and all that good stuff. So the first one is show me by surgeon. Second analysis is what about the advanced practitioner? Do I have advanced practitioners that are more or less likely to follow procedure or that are harder to, maybe the surgeon's harder to track down, maybe the advanced practitioner's harder to track down. Let's look at it that way and let's try to figure out, okay, is the issue on the surgeon side or on the advanced practitioner side? Who's not following through and coordinating this? And can we see some patterns and can we see it trend by month and those kind of things? And then the third thing we looked at was, okay, we can see this by advanced practitioner, we can see it by surgeon. Let's look at it by ENM code. And so, um, uh, you, general surgeons, right? You won't be shocked to hear that a lot of these are hospital based, right? And, and rounding codes and those kind of things. Talk to me about which codes are we missing so that we can kind of put a dollar value on 15% of what, right? If that's the haircut, 15% of what? What is our opportunity? And can we translate that into dollars in terms of? procedure code or APP or surgeon. And what we're after is patterns, right? What we really want to see is 
where's the system breaking down and, and is it getting better or worse and some of those kind of things. And I think it's a clever way to, especially in today's environment, put money back on the table, right? When your know, payers are making it hard and patients and everything else in terms of revenue cycle, as things slow down, if we can do anything to prevent the haircut from the in, and you know follow the incident two rules and all that there's some real opportunity there and i think what this group in the midwest did to track this from a general surgery perspective makes a lot of sense if you're seeing some haircuts in your practice and you think you have procedures in place and oh we never do this or oh we always do this or whatever it may be worth reviewing doing some tracking especially the trick to say let's look for which surgeons saw them within a couple days on either side of the encounter to try to assign some responsibility there. I think there's money there waiting for your practice. I hope these podcasts are helpful for you. Thanks for joining me today.